Welcome and thank you for listening to Open Banking Today and Tomorrow, a podcast that is powered by Rabobank. My name is Marije Groen and I'm delighted to be your host. In this podcast series, we uncover the critical factors that are shaping the future of finance. And today we dive into the importance of an IT architecture for embedded lending, a game-changing trend revolutionizing the financial landscape. Wow. Joining us are James Lowe, technology lead at Rabobank, and Eric Kruidbos, senior manager at Deloitte, who will both share their expertise on this vital topic. A very warm welcome to you both, and thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Maria. Wonderful to have you. Uh, maybe to kick things off, let's start with a brief introduction. Uh, James, could you share a bit more about yourself, please? Yeah. I'm a tech lead at the Rabobank New Horizons team, uh, as we call it. Uh, so we focus on embedded lending. Uh, me and my team are really implementing the products that, uh, that we think up uh, together uh, and making sure that uh, we can uh, uh, service uh, SMEs in the, in the market uh, with our solutions. Okay, and you work closely together with Deloitte in this perspective. And, and here's uh, Eric, could you tell us a bit more about you? Yes, so Eric Kruidbos, uh, senior manager within uh, within Deloitte, uh, part of a cloud engineering department. And over the well, last couple of five years, I spend a lot of my time in, in challenger banking uh, initiatives, as we call them. So building, designing and uh, yeah, new bank propositions um, from a technology point of view mainly. Okay, well, I know you have a lot of uh, vocabulary that might need some further yeah. um, uh, explanation. Um, so let's maybe set the scene uh, first um, before we kick off. Um, a fundamental question for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with the concept of lending. Uh, James, could you please explain what the lending landscape entails and why it plays such a crucial role in the financial ecosystem? Yeah, so for a company, it's all of course uh, very important to have uh, have capital or at least cash uh, so uh, if they don't have capital how can they seek for it so uh, in order to to grow uh, so for uh, for example SMEs where we mainly focus on it's really important to uh, grow as, uh, as fast as possible or uh, with uh, with uh, with the pace they need um, so they actually need to find ways Cash. to to, to, to <laughs> yeah. get get money yeah, yeah. And so they get it via investors but of course they can also go to the bank to to get that so right. that's why it's very important for for them to uh, to get it wonderful uh, uh, do you have that, anything that, to add uh, eric both from uh, from sme and, and also corporate point of view eh? so so these these businesses need to grow these businesses need a building an organization uh, to to to, um, to to grow and they need uh, trucks, maybe to ways of transportation, um, and yeah, that therefore they need to invest and need need money. Need uh, money. So that's uh, that's where they go to uh, to investors or indeed banks uh, to, to lend that, money. Yeah. To get that money, indeed. Uh, now, James, in, in recent years, we've uh, seen some significant changes uh, across industries. What do you see happening uh, in other industries that could potentially impact the lending yeah. landscape? Uh, so what you actually uh, in the past saw uh, everybody uh, uh, that want to get a loan, they went to a bank. Uh, but due to open banking, of course, uh, everything is changing. And so uh, also uh, uh, the, our clients are also going to other platforms to, uh, to seek for financial options. Mm -hmm. uh, so we also find it important, of course, to, to service them still. 
Um, so platforms, big tech, they are going into moving into that space, uh, and uh, we actually want to be there for them as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's uh, it's actually more of collaboration also with the platforms that we're seeking. That's why we call it embedded lending, and we want to be present there um, to work together uh, on uh, solutions that we can cover uh, to, can provide to those clients. And is it are, are you unhappy that the, the landscape sh is? Uh, well, becoming different in that way because indeed we used to go to a bank all the time to find our money and yeah. now we have to deal with all these other dynamics. How, how, how do you think about that? No, I think that's just how the world uh, turns. Eh? So yeah. uh, <laughs> we just need to uh, keep on uh, moving together with the change and also what the market needs. Yeah. So eventually it's also of what how, how we behave as consumers eh? and that also uh, tailors back to on, uh, how uh, companies will behave. Yeah. Uh, so it's just something something that we need to uh, to work with. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's something you need to work with yeah. but it's it doesn't make things easier. No, it doesn't I make of, it easier. Uh, no in, indeed. Um, Eric, when we when we shift our focus to the current lending uh, solution, could you perhaps uh, shed some light on the existing uh, methods and, and technologies that are used in the lending industry, and, and what is the current lending uh, solution? Yeah. So as I said before, in in, in the past, um, customers and, and also businesses, they went into a physical banking space, had an advisor. Um, and and did business eh? and acquiring a loan eh, would have taken days maybe even months um, and that shifted towards a more digital um, uh, channel so uh, a banking websites um, eh, you can request for a loan but then still it would take a couple of weeks at least uh, uh, to to grant a loan to get a loan to file to all the documentation yeah. and so on and and you know the customer needs that changed over time. Eh? So yeah, they want to uh, have a short time to yes. Eh? They, they want to, to, to know, okay, if I want the money, can I lend the money and then how much uh, can I lend? So these processes yeah, also changed and, and throughout globalization also to digitization, um, yeah, people seek for, for loans online. Eh? So the, the, the value chain, at least the, the point in, in the value chain where you seek for money um, uh, changed. Um, and that kept on uh, changing, so it moved up in, in, in the value chain towards uh, integrated platforms um, in, in which uh, people do their business. So even uh, whether it's an e-commerce platform where they sell goods, whether they do accounting software, um, there is the need to, to finance either their stock or um, uh, maybe from an accounting point of view, uh, they, they need money uh, to, uh, at a short term notice to, uh, to enforce liquidity. Um, so that, yeah, the questions change and the point in the value chain where they needed uh, shifts uh, and, and therefore also uh, yeah, these lending solutions move from the traditional banking space toward digital towards a platform of choice and later on maybe even a device of choice who knows right right it never ends right yeah. developments never end um james considering the concept of uh, embedded lending how do you um, uh, build up your embedded lending products yeah I think uh, Eric already uh, explained. Sort of quite, lined it up. Lined it up, and it's quite, <laughs> yeah. uh, quite, uh, quite complex. Uh, yeah, an elaborate process. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I think uh, there's a few. Thi I said also we need to collaborate with the platforms. Eh? So there's a, a few things that we uh, uh, we can do best, and also I think a few things that uh, that uh, the com um, uh, platform can do best. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I think essentially it downs, uh, builds, um, boils down to that uh, we can also we can determine if a customer um, is if it's good to, to finance a customer. And it's also in the best interest uh, of the customer to be to get financed. Mm -hmm. uh, also, if we uh, from the regulation point of view have, can finance a customer, so those type of things that's something that we do best. That's also something that platforms uh, don't have uh, typically have or they uh, use different uh, types of uh, uh, funding methods where they can circumvent those, uh, those, uh, uh, those rules, of course. Um, but Is those that a fair level playing ground, would you say? Uh, it's, it's a different way of financing, and, but yeah. it doesn't take the, uh, from my point of view, it uh, doesn't take the, uh, the best interest of the client in, in, uh, in Into mind. account, yeah. 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 Uh, so I think th those two things, but also the technology, of course, how do we distribute uh, things, uh, th those uh, tip are very important for, uh, for a successful lending solution. Yeah. G could you give us an example of how that works? Because I'm trying to yeah. imagine what, what, you know, you, you guys have, you're, you're at Rabobank, so yeah. you, you have the money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the client comes in via a certain platform yeah so tell us more no, so we have uh, already a digital lending street uh, in place and that's our uh, so maybe call it our direct channel uh, in a yeah way. Um, but if, if a customer goes to a platform and they want to uh, get finance through there uh, via our embedded uh, solution then basically uh, the, the interface is that of a, of, a, of a platform it doesn't really get the feeling of you're interacting with Rabobank of course we do need to have some uh, give some indication of you're doing something with us and also want to help the customer as best as possible uh, informative in a, in a way an API I know that's yeah, called yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. so uh, that's where I'm going towards <laughs> yeah <laughs> so those are uh, those are like the interface is one block uh, then we actually go through the APIs to our uh, uh, our services so the third party uh, will connect through our APIs uh, and make sure that we get all the information that is needed to mm -hmm. really get the, the finance or the, the application there and then get the, the, the customer financed so it's um, uh, interface uh, eligibility and uh, those type of uh, uh, checks uh, making sure that the customer can be onboarded through our processes and then they uh, they're good to go Interesting. Um, Eric, based on your experiences, how can maybe learnings from other industries uh, yeah. be applied to this embedded lending space? So I think that this trend mainly occurs in, in, in e-commerce e space. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have merchants that sell goods, that sell goods online, either goods or services. And they shift towards selling platforms, maybe e-commerce platforms on which they, they do their business, eh? in which they host their website, in which they um, send their packages from. So, so there's parcels from A to B. So I order some goods and I need to deliver some goods. Um, what you see happening in this industry is that all of yeah, the, the, the functionalities which you need ar around that um, yeah, go as an embedded service into these uh, these e-commerce platforms so i that i'm not only to uh, able to sell the good and uh, to pay for the good to receive the money but also to manage my stock mm -hmm. uh, so you have plugins to manage your stock um, maybe even plugins to send parcels along um, via various carriers um, so it's both on the uh, demand so at the customer side to 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 uh, you see embedded services to build convenient um, uh, customer journeys. And also at the supply side, from a business to business point of view, to order goods, to ship goods, uh, to do stock management, uh, a warehouse management even, and it all combined into one solution. Mm. And 
I think there's also a huge opportunity for um, for uh, the banks uh, in the Netherlands, but also internationally, is that while managing these stocks, uh, you know, okay, I have so many of product X uh, in stock and so many uh, products of I in stock. Um, and I see um, a, a higher demand for a certain product and I want to buy it, but I don't have uh, the, yeah, the financial power to, to get so. more stock. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where you maybe want to do invoice finance uh, or get a short um, uh, a loan based on your, uh, your payments to actually uh, get that stock in time so that you can sell more and grow. So yeah, it's, it goes into more like short-term, smaller ticket sizes uh, at the point in which the uh, merchant actually needs it. Mm. And, and the whole role of the financial industries is changing as, as such, right? They become more technology uh, organizations almost in that sense to, to support all these yeah. uh, kind of changes. Yeah, they need to. And they have to, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Developments are going fast. Um, James, w- with your knowledge uh, of the uh, financial sector, how can embedded lending contribute to financial inclusion and, and to accessibility? Yeah, no, so I, I, like I said before, eh, customers are seeking or going to a certain platform, they're doing their daily business and... Um, they they stay on that platform, so uh, they they actually don't need to go to uh, to to the bank anymore. So uh, how can you be present there to uh, as a as a bank as also to say okay there is an option to to, to get you further. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually uh, one way of how embedded uh, lending uh, works uh, helps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from uh, accessibility that is more accessibility yeah, from a uh, inclusion point point of view. Um, I think that's uh, that's a different that's a different level of um, of, uh, of of complexity, so to say. So it's more about how we can say that we can finance that customer, and that's uh, that's also something that we're working on. So that's not per se the interface that we're talking about more, yeah, but how can we determine that we can that that we can help that customer right. finance that customer. And is that then more a personal interaction with the customer, or would that also happen through the platform? That will happen through the platform. Indeed. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the, basically, you're just addressing them through the platform and saying, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. So there's, it's no longer needed to have relationship managers uh, in that uh, perspective. Not, not per se for uh, for SMEs. Indeed, right. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. That's and also what, what the customer not, what wants as well. Eh? So. Yeah. And also not especially enough for for these smaller tickets. No. Uh, so there, there's like okay, I want to. There's have, a quick need. Yeah. 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 I want to get the money. Don't need a yeah. whole story. Good conditions. <laughs> we don't need indeed. to go for dinner or drinks. No, yeah. it's just uh, yeah. Give me the money, please. Um, a, a big topic, Eric, nowadays is, is security and data uh, privacy. Um, how does uh, IT architecture for embedded lending ensure the protection of, of sensitive customer information? I think there's both a process and, and a technical side um, in this. Mm-hmm. So from a process point of view, if you collaborate with a, with a platform, eh, you, you will receive data from the platform towards your platform. And you need to have the right data process agreements in, in place. Uh, so you need to stick to rules and regulations with regard to privacy, whether it's GDPR, uh, data uh, data privacy assessments, um, and there are a whole lot of uh, standardized uh, uh, assessments uh, for uh, ensuring this. And then from a technical point of view, uh, so if if we're talk, talking tech, uh, and yeah. then, then yeah, you, you expose a endpoint towards a client, and whether that's an an API or a front-end build up on that API, um, yeah, there goes data over over uh, a call towards a backend system, and you need to to ensure the, at least that it's 
protected. Right? And you can do that by various ways of encryption. And I think that in in yeah the banking space, yeah, there there are standards uh, which you can apply uh, to uh, to at least uh, secure the connection. So processing data from A to B in a secure manner and then processing it um, in, in the backend systems uh, accordingly. Uh, and I think that a lot of the hyperscalers, so Google, AWS, uh, Azure, um, provide a lot of services for that to, to ensure that. And then there's also something in the development, uh, at the development side, uh, so, so yeah, these developers that develop these, uh, these services, they have uh, um, uh, test environments, development environments, and, and eventually it, it leads up in, into production. So you need to yeah, ensure that, that these developers uh, have a, a set of test data to work with and not the actual data to, to work with. So you need to set some, some boundaries. Uh, so production data can never leave production, is not available in any of these other uh, in environments. And it's, it's kept within the European Union, without, within a certain data center or uh, maybe even cloud uh, region um, and thereby yeah, you, you you apply practices and processes to uh, to secure um, your your data your yeah. service and your platform because, because with all this online happenings we also enter the world of hackers uh, cyber security is, is probably high on the agenda yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting topic. Um, I'm afraid we're ha gonna have to wrap it up because we're already at the end of the ah. interview. But um, uh, James, maybe considering the future uh, of embedded lending, what kind of advancements of what kind of innovations do you anticipate in the I IT architecture and uh, that you think will further enhance the customer experience? Yeah, so I think we're uh, still at the front. Eh? So uh, yeah. and, and lending is complex. Uh, so we really need to figure out how we're going to uh, collaborate with, uh, with the platforms. Uh, but I think uh, what I told before, uh, we know our business best. Platforms know, know their business best. Mm -hmm. And so it's really how do we make that, uh, the, the integration work together. Uh, and also, uh, so where do we do the, the cutoff point from a technical point of view? And like, okay, this is what you do, this is what we do. Yeah. Uh, I think the balance to, to try and find the balance there uh, yeah. and how we want to exchange information and what type of information and, uh, that we can, uh, can, uh, can exchange. Uh, that is the, 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 the challenge at this moment. Yeah, and is that all set in contracts or how do you... Yeah, that, that need, needs to be there and it also needs to be informed towards the customer that they want yeah. to, uh, to do that. So th those are very important topics to, uh, to cover. Uh, the coming, yeah, uh, coming and, to, and to explore further, yeah. I can imagine. Um, Eric, as we move towards a more interconnected financial ecosystem, what kind of challenges do you foresee in implementing and maintaining a uh, robust IT architecture for embedded lending? So the, the challenge is that, that, in essence, it's the same product. Whether it's a business mortgage, a loan, invoice, finance, you have one product. And that product is built up out of a certain amount of functionalities and services. And by setting these up in, in a more modular, uh, reusable way, um, every of those interfaces should rely on the same backend, uh, backend services. Uh, so whether I expose um, uh, a loan via the Rabobank website or maybe via bol.com or a API or a bookkeeping package, um, it, it should consist out of the same IT uh, services. Uh, so building um, yeah, all of these, these, these services and components and making them reusable in a way that, that you in the backend maintain a subset of those services and expose them uh, throughout different channels. Uh, so the uh, omni-channel strategy, I think that is the, 
the biggest challenge in, in building up these, uh, these solutions to uh, keep it a bit less technical. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. A funny thing to mention is actually that, that we are doing, uh, doing it that way. So uh, the, the, the business rules uh, that we uh, have for our direct channels, yeah. uh, we do use the same rules as uh, for our lending uh, or embedded lending solutions as well. To avoid any confusion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah so the, the product and the rules and regularities and, and everything behind it should, should be the same. Right, so yeah. uh, eventually, yeah, it doesn't matter whether I sell a loan here, no, or uh, the, the the process and and the 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 services I, I need to, to to do it, yeah, should be the same. Yeah, perfect. Well, I, I definitely learned more about uh, the embedded lending environment, and thank you so much to You're both welcome. of you uh, for for being here with me. Um, so thank you, James Lowe from Arabobank and Eric Kruidbos from Deloitte for sharing your expertise on the must-haves of an IT architecture for embedded lending and your insights have been very valuable. To our listeners, please stay tuned for more engaging episodes where we explore the latest developments in the financial market. Uh, please subscribe to Open Banking Today and Tomorrow on your favorite podcast platform and join us in this exciting journey of innovation and disruption in the banking world. Thank you for listening.